Thanks for listening to the Friday Live Extra from NET Radio, a weekly podcast featuring arts and humanities in Nebraska, and an online-only feature we produce in conjunction with our weekly radio show, Friday Live. I'm Genevieve Randall, and this week on our Friday Live Extra podcast, the Philadelphia Orchestra will be taking its turn on the virtual stage hosted by the Lead Center for Performing Arts. That concert is March 20th at 7.30 p.m. The Philadelphia Orchestra last appeared on the Lead Center stage in Lincoln in 2001. Philadelphia Orchestra CEO Matthias Tarnopolsky joins me to chat about the concert. Matthias, thanks so much for taking time to talk with me. Thanks so much for the invitation. Very happy to be here. Well, this has been a a very different year for everyone. Um, Pre-pandemic, how many times would the Philadelphia Orchestra go on tour? Two or three times a year, maybe a national tour through the United States every year or two, Um, Asia every year or two, and Europe every few years. Very much on the road. Um, We have summer homes uh, at the Mann Music Center in Philadelphia, which is which is at home, but it's still out of our regular concert hall and the uh, Bravo Vale Music Festival in Vale, Colorado and the Saratoga Performing Arts Center, both long term summer home relationships. We're on the road a lot. The orchestra is considered, just for our listeners, what's called one of the big five American orchestras. I wonder if you can explain what that means. So that's an old uh, historical distinction that encapsulated the mighty traditional orchestras of the United States of America, uh, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Chicago, Cleveland. And this was, you know, the 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 that 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 old distinction. There is such a wealth of great music making uh, in the United States now um, that that great five is not so not so oft used um we're in great company among some extraordinary ensembles throughout the united states and philadelphia orchestra of course i think the greatest among them in his ninth season with the philadelphia orchestra yannick neze sagan music director artistic director how, how would you describe his relationship with the orchestra in Yannick Nezesegain, as music director of the Philadelphia Orchestra, we have the perfect relationship. His bond with the musicians of the orchestra is so powerful, so meaningful. Um, you know, it's the sort of, it's the perfect love affair. They finish their own, each other's sentences. Um, they make music organically, spontaneously. It is extraordinary how they make music together. It's a relationship that keeps growing. So every time they're on the stage, it's surprising, energizing, transformative, joyful. He's not just an extraordinary musical artist, he's an extraordinary human being. And so he helps advance both the orchestra's musical mission and our commitment to improving our communities as well. On the March 20th concert that uh, Lead Center fans will be a part of, who do we see on stage? Who you'll see on stage are the musicians of the Philadelphia Orchestra and the great violinist Gil Shaham, so, whom I'm sure is a favorite with Lead Center uh, audiences at your you know, beautiful venue and environment there. And Gil is going to be playing and leading the orchestra in what is a spectacular performance of Vivaldi's The Four Seasons. 
This was one of the first times the orchestra got back on stage at our home at the Kimmel Center for the Performing Arts in Philadelphia. Everyone was masked, as you'll see on the film. Everyone was a little bit nervous, um, but the music won. You know, everybody overcame their fears and anxieties. Everything was very safe, loads of protocols that were prepared in advance. And they started making music together. It was electrifying. And that's what you see in this broadcast that your audiences are so fortunate to be able to see because it's, it's uh, no longer available on, online on the Philadelphia Orchestra's website. It's exclusively with, uh, with you for this, for this telegraph, telecast on March 20th. I wonder if you could um, explain that just a little bit, how the orchestra decided to start doing virtual performances and how that all worked out. On March 12th, 2020, the orchestra gave its last performance at the Kimmel Center for the Performing Arts in front of an empty hall. And we decided that day that we needed to make music, even if we needed to tell the audience not to come. Um, and we had mics and cameras there and we broadcast the concert on our local broadcaster, WHYY, um, and WRTI, our local radio station as well, and online. That concert was viewed by millions. And the comments, you know, the comments on Facebook to our website were, thank you, thanks for sharing your music with us, thanks for keeping playing. And at that moment, we decided as soon as we are able, we have to get back to making music. If it needs to be virtually, so be it. And very quickly, the musicians of the orchestra and Yannick started getting together to make music virtually from their own homes that we mixed and combined. And then as soon as we could, Yannick, who lives in Montreal, Canada, came across the border and uh, conducted smaller groups of the orchestra, first in uh, our outdoor summer home at the Mann Center for the Performing Arts, then at, then at the Kimmel Center. We launched, therefore, our digital stage. And the digital stage of the Philadelphia Orchestra is where you can enjoy performances um, by, the, by the musicians. And we've just been, we've recorded, I think, about 40 concerts for the digital stage, um, all, of course, with the strictest safety protocols, all in front of mics and cameras, no audiences yet. And they're really beautiful performances. They're about an hour long and they just take you into the concert hall. You're in and amongst the musicians and the performances have an intensity and a beauty that is hard to put into words. So we launched our digital stage as a way of staying in touch with our audiences locally, nationally, for example, uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, and also internationally. It really is something um, special when major orchestras like the Philadelphia Orchestra come to places like Lincoln, Nebraska. So I know that there are audience members who are really grateful for this opportunity to see this concert, even though it's online. And, you know, something I hear you saying and that I hear a lot of people say is the the mental health, the spiritual aspect of being able to still see these concerts, even though we're not in person. This year of pandemic and COVID has, has brought so much suffering and so much pain around the world. I mean, we all know people who have lost people to COVID. Then there's the isolation and, you know, kids not being able to be at school and see their friends, grandparents not being able to hug their grandkids. I mean, 
music can give voice to thoughts and feelings that words alone cannot. And for the musicians of the orchestra and for Yannick, making music is like oxygen. They need it. And as soon as it was safe to do so, they wanted to make music to share with our audiences here in Philadelphia and, you know, through the digital stage in Philadelphia, but in the region and around the country, around the world. And, you know, that, that goes across the screen. I mean, here you and I are talking between, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska and Philadelphia via Zoom, you know, yet another Zoom for all of us, I'm sure. Um, And the music, you know, transcends that, you know, would that we could be doing this interview, me in the studio over a cup of coffee, you know, you can have, that your moment, your own moment with the Philadelphia Orchestra by enjoying, by, by you know, logging into these, these concerts. Look, nothing replaces being live and in person. And, you know, I really hope we can be live and in person in Lincoln, Nebraska one day soon. Um, nothing replaces that. But the digital stage is just a really special way to connect. And uh, look, I myself need it. And I'm surrounded by music the musicians of the orchestra need it and our audiences are so grateful so yes from this mental health this psychological perspective overcoming the isolation it's the most incredible balm i feel like this makes this vivaldi an even more important choice for this vivaldi published the four seasons with these um sets of of sonnets and the music is kind of describing, in a way, what's going on in those sonnets. And you read these very human experiences, um, a shepherd with his dog, the chattering of teeth in the cold weather in winter. What a great choice for this. The COVID moment has deepened our connection to the world around us. Um, I think for many of us, it's, it's heightened the awareness of the environment. You know, I don't know if you remember early on in the pandemic, There was all these studies from, I think, oceanographers about, you know, how uh, marine life migrations had changed because the oceans were suddenly quieter because there was a lot less cargo traffic, you know, how um, bird watchers and things were suddenly seeing a lot more birds through certain, you know, migratory patterns. Um, Vivaldi's Four Seasons is a, a love letter to nature and is about nature, of course, about the four seasons. Um, But also music is one of the most natural elemental arts, you know, the vibration of a string to create a sound. Um, You're changing the length of that that string to alter the pitches. Um, And music with its beat reflects the rhythms of the day, you know, night, day, the beating of the heart. And so here Vivaldi describes with the greatest artistry and refinement, spring, summer, autumn, winter. And the poetry that uh, connects them, that's connected to the music, inspired the music, Know, it helps describe what's happening in the music, but you can hear, you can hear the chatter of the teeth in this music. You can hear the chirping of the birds. You can hear the rustling of the leaves in the fall. Um, you can hear, you know, hail and rain. 
in this music. And, and sure, the, the poetry helps conjure those images, but also you can, you can make your own, own images as well. And that's the beauty of the music. And yes, Vivaldi draws inspiration and, you know, quotes from those, from those texts, but he's such a great musician and composer that all these hundreds of years later, that music is alive as anything. I've been talking here with Matthias Tarnopolsky. He is CEO of the Philadelphia Orchestra. The orchestra is joined by Gil Shaham for a concert hosted by the Lead Center for Performing Arts in Lincoln as part of their virtual series, and that is on March 20th at 7.30 p.m. Matthias, thanks so much for talking with me. Genevieve, thanks ever so much. Such a pleasure. The Friday Live Extra is a weekly podcast from NET Radio. Production help from Dave Hughes. Our theme music is by Alexios Anest. You can learn more about people and groups involved in arts and humanities in Nebraska by listening to Friday Live, broadcast statewide each week on NET Radio, streaming audio and video online at netnebraska.org, and also available as a podcast. I'm Genevieve Randall. (laughs) 